Hi, and welcome to Authentically ADHD with me, your host, Carmen Irace. I am a teacher, a life coach, a lifelong learner, and an ADHDer. I created this podcast to create community, to create a place for us to learn together as the newest research comes out about this complex neurodevelopmental disorder. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, my friend. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad that you press play on this episode because, my friend, if you have ADHD, your memory likely sucks. Ever have to run into your house, like back into your house, 28 times before leaving? How about canceling a a debit card that you thought you lost, but then you found it like two days later? How about not remembering that you had plans, so you made plans, and now you're double booked? I can relate. I've literally lost entire shoes, shirts, and I forget what I went into a room to get daily. The truth, my friend, is that if you have ADHD, your memory is terrible by default. (laughs) Now let me explain, and I am going to get a little bit brainy here, but stick with me. Hey, ADHDer, I see you. If you'd like to take the strategies and tips that I share in this podcast further, head to my show notes and click the link to join Focused. It is the ADHD program for adults created by Kristen Carter, who has ADHD herself. So the platforms are ADHD friendly and the transformations that I've made since I joined have been amazing. If you head to my show notes and use that link, not only do you save $50 in your first payment, but I get a credit to my account too. We all win. Go to my show notes now if you want more of these tips, strategies, and in-depth ways to manage your ADHD. You can also download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started making your own podcast to share your voice. All right, my friends, back to the show. Hey listener, if you're enjoying this show, You should totally subscribe to it so that you can see when new episodes pop right up into your feed. In Spotify, if you go up at the top and hit click follow, it'll notify you every time there's a new episode. Then, really quick, as you're listening to this, right under the follow little um, bubble, there's a rating bubble. If you could just rate this podcast and give some feedback, possibly maybe answer the poll question that's underneath the podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. I hope that you're enjoying whatever you're doing today or tonight. Have a great one.
So there are different types of memory that are usually at play here. Long-term memory, short-term memory, and working memory. Now, the lovely symptom of time blindness contributes to our struggles in different ways in this area. We remember the past differently because the parts of it that we don't remember, our brain just fills in the gaps with whatever makes sense. Short-term memory has to do with going into the room and forgetting why you went in there in the first place, but it also has to do with working memory, which we'll get to. Psychology defines memory as the faculty of encoding, storing, and retrieving information in the four types below. Long-term, short-term, sensory memory, and working memory. Now, sensory memory kind of helps those of us with ADHD, but working memory is something we struggle with. Sensory memory can help us because it works with what we have heard, 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 what we have heard, what we have seen, tasted, and felt before, and pairing those things with memories. Because most people with ADHD have a concrete approach to learning, this is why pairing something you want to remember with something concrete works. Now, working memory is a focus issue. And if you look at the main executive functions in life, in the brain, in the prefrontal cortex, you know, the part that we're kind of like low in, the working memory is one of them. So like any other executive function, our brains have a more difficult time, like with doing things in that area of working memory. Hey, adhd dear, I see you. Are you looking for a community of people, possibly with a fabulous leader of people with ADHD, a community in which you finally feel like you belong? Because I found it. Kristen Carter created Focused. Head to my show notes to sign up for the ADHD program for adults, by Kristen Carter. Head to my show notes and use that link and you'll get $50 off your first payment. You won't regret it, my friend. All right, back to the show. So what is working memory? Working memory, um, in my research on the topic, I listened to a podcast and it was guest starring Jeff Cooper, ADHD coach and host of Attention Talk Radio. And I loved how he explains it. So to paraphrase, working memory is not necessarily short-term memory. Working memory is the ability to hold thoughts in your mind while organizing and sequencing them without forgetting them. I'm going to say that again. Working memory is the ability to hold thoughts in your mind while organizing and sequencing them without forgetting them. So there's two sides to working memory. Verbal working memory, which is that self-talk that most ADHDers learn to do as adults, and visual working memory. It's like holding pictures in your mind. 
So in the podcast I heard, he demonstrated it perfectly because of the fact that our working memory doesn't work so well that that definition kind of didn't make sense. So we're going to try it out now because it was a little demonstration. I'm going to say five words. Please do not repeat them out loud or write them down. And after I say the words, try to recall them in alphabetical order. Now I'm going to repeat the directions because I know us ADHDers need the directions repeated sometimes. So we're going to try it out. I'm going to say five words. Please do not repeat them out loud or write them down. And after I say the words, try to recall them from your memory in alphabetical order. Ready? Headphones. Remote. Bear. Car. Pencil. Now, try to recall those words in alphabetical order. Did you get it? Bear, car, headphones, pencil, remote. Most likely you forgot one of the words or you might have mixed two of them up because working memory is difficult for us because even understanding it is difficult. You had to use focus and attention to load all of those words into your brain, then use cognitive flexibility to manipulate the words in your mind then switch back to attention and focus to reorder them alphabetically and say them again out loud. Now that was just a, even a simple example. Think about something that you have to do that involves working memory. While you are writing that paper, blog, or what have you, you need to call up some information, order it, and manipulate it in your mind while you are actively at work. Example, you are writing a podcast and an alarm goes off for you to eat. You get your water bottle to fill it up, and you decide what to eat as you walk to the kitchen. You fill up the water bottle, and then you go back to your desk, realizing you forgot what you even wanted to eat, let alone getting the snack in the first place. This is because you were using multiple executive functions at the same time. So, how or what can we use to help and support us? There's a few things. And I'm going to share the ways that I support my working memory. One way is I <laughs> write a lot of things down. I have a bullet journal, and if you don't know what that is or you're unfamiliar, it's a journal that holds my thoughts with my schedules, my reminders, and my ideas. And I write in different colors. You can find so many ways to do this uh, example online. Another strategy I use is insight in my mind as opposed to out of sight out of mind for example when I am working I put my phone out of sight and I put my notes in different bright colors so I can find the parts I need when I need them along with using my phone's assistant app to create reminders I also downloaded an app recently created by a friend named Jason Bird it's called NTIU or next time I'm up I love this app specifically for my working memory. This is because the app is designed to remind you the next time you pick up your phone. So for example, I'm deep into flow. Um, I'm on a project and I get an email that needs an answer, but I need information that's not readily available. I just put it in the app to remind me the next time I'm up. It also works well for task switching because 
it's very adaptable. You can add your own tasks and your own categories. You can literally have the app remind you of your schedule bit by bit throughout the day. To find this app, you can go into your app store and type capital N-T-I-U in all caps or Google next time I'm up or find him on Instagram at N-T-I-U. I hope you enjoyed learning all about memory with me, and if you have a strategy, I'd love to hear it. Find me on Instagram, and I'd love to share it. Stay tuned for the next episode, where I'll be interviewing the infamous Paula Ingebrigtsen on all things time blocking and tracking. Hope you have a wonderful week, and stay authentic, my friends.